this is Rob Smith, Jr., Rob's Right Podcast Book Review. Yes, it's time for another book review, a review of books in, the, in this podcast and cast of pods and pods of books of views of pads of... It's a confusing world out there, you know, Jack. You got to get your head together and look at things and figure out where it goes, what, when, who, what, and how. And, you know, it helps to have... Uh, those out there that can help get your head straight and uh, certainly one of the best people to do that is a fellow who's still with us today he celebrated 90 years on the planet two months ago in July and that's Mr. Thomas Sowell and I'm reviewing one of his books Discrimination and Disparities by Mr. Thomas Sowell I really uh, like this book as I like all of his books. Uh, they, it, his uh, he uh, well one thing one thing uh, his covers of all of his books are would be considered horrible, just horrible. The they just about all of them recently in the last twenty plus years have been black, white, red, and the red is spotted, spotty. You know, in this case, it's a black background, white text, and uh, with discrimination and his name in white disparities in red. Because what he's trying to get across here is is that uh, and what he basically, if you listen to this, you will hear him bring out example after example after example after example uh, of which he he lets you see another view of discrimination and another view of disparities which is really where he gets into the uh, the, the the sticky wicket as they say and this this his covers really bring out uh, that that simplicity Though it would be considered poor in graphics terms, it is really, but it's that the book's contents are far greater than whatever the silly cover is. Uh, his uh, uh, Visions of the Anointed is a real fanciful cover with all kinds of things happening that uh, the book's about 25 years old now. Uh, but it's a bit much. Uh, it's it's neat, but you almost forget the name of the book is the visions of the anointed and the importance of those words, visions anointed, because visions anointed. What's this book about? So it, it, that's that should be the focus, not the fancy graphic that's on that distracts you from the title, and you're not really sure what you're buying <laughs> because the title's so odd. And in this case, discrimination and disparities is an odd title. You put a fancy. So anyway, I like that. I like how I like how his covers are just stark and to the point, which is really what his books are too. He gets into what discrimination disparities are. Uh, I, I I am a member of Goodreads. Follow me, Rob Smith Jr. You can find me on there and see all the books I read. I, nonfiction and fiction. I've been on a tear with. Uh, uh, I've been. I was reading a whole bunch of Florida nonfiction. Uh, actually, uh, studying Marjorie Kenner Rawlings for a few months, and then I I started to just get this real thing. I want to. Oh, enough of all this. Enough of the Florida scrub. I want to read some gritty uh, New York City uh, crime novels. So I started reading McBain and uh, not not New York in a sense that was. Uh, 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 of uh, Stuart Kaminsky and, and so on, but uh, but otherwise, I also read nonfictions like this book here, Discrimination and Disparities. And the reason I'm doing this podcast is because this fits, fits. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't do. I wouldn't do a podcast review of those other books because they don't fall under this uh, 
uh, territory of politics. Although the Rawlings does it in an odd way. That's an interesting thought. I should review her book in the sense of politics because, wow, does that ever apply? I hadn't thought of that. Anyway, let me get, let me, here I am. See, I need Thomas Sowell here. I need Thomas Sowell to have like a frying pan hit me on the head. Stay focused, man. What's wrong with you? Uh, and that's what Sol does a great job of. Uh, I was going to say on Goodreads, there are a lot in Goodreads, there are a lot of number, number of people who complain about the book, and and the complaint is that um, he is uh, his reviews are such that they uh, they are. Uh, they, they're oh, a bunch of right wing this and right wing that, and they're, they're just it's all Fox News, and he and it's, sh- it's you know it's leaves out. He's leaving out this, leaving out that. I don't. know, You read these books, and he ain't leaving nothing out. Nothing. It's there. It's all there. And he's not saying you have to. This whole thing is. It was a great interview with Saul and Ben Wattenberg from 1995, and, and it's a book, oddly enough, about his book. Uh, of visions of the anointed. And Wattenberg's a lefty. A lefty, lefty, left, left. And, and Wattenberg tries to get Soul, because Soul's against the whole, uh, he, it, he's, he's, he's against the anointed thing. And that's oddly enough something he doesn't get into here. One of the, one of the books he doesn't get into that. But he's against the whole uh, anointed media, uh, the anointed in, in, intelligentsia. And so, so Wattenberg then tries to get him to act like an anointed one. And Saul will have nothing of it. He says, it's not up to me to tell people how to think. The Wattenberg saying, well, why, what do, what do people do to do better? Or, or not, if, if you, because this book gets into how the uh, government makes you think a certain way. And, uh, and, 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 and media and, and, and people like Wattenberg, uh, who's, uh, who's known for his columns, which he would give his, his thoughts about politics and tell you how you should think. Uh, so, so uh, Saul said, "No, it's not my job. Why am I telling people what to think? They can think for themselves. They've done it. All, they've done it for centuries. Why would I st- suddenly be the one to tell them how to think? I'm just again all of his books. Here are some views. They may not. You know, he doesn't even say they may not uh, connect to what other views are. He never says you have to think this way." And, and I, I will say there are some lefty books out there that don't do that either. That they don't say you have to think this way, but most of them do. Uh, most of them uh, do. Um, I, I was saying, cultures are ones that that say you should think this way. Uh, she and in, in her humorous way, she does that. But Soul doesn't. Soul says, "Here's and, and what Soul also does in all of his books are point after point after point after point." And that is a bit of a one complaint I have is that he can get repetitious with the points, and uh, he re- he repeats himself here too, specifically about how uh, dark skinned people and uh, uh, making money. Uh, it's not you know how can you make that comparison? You know, evolving minimum wage, and he, it's an argument he's made in other books. Uh, but that, that would be my one complaint about this book, is that he, he wanders back into that territory again. However, he also does some very interesting... I just want to... Two things I pulled out I thought were just just really brilliant, and they're really simplistic, but they're brilliant. And one is his, his point about traffic violations and how statistics are given about speeding tickets, and some of those are used to try to prove that people of a certain skin color get more tickets than others. Well, the problem is that most all these all these traffic tickets are determined by radar detectors, and radar detectors don't they're, they're testing speed, not skin color. So they don't know what they're, you know, if you're speeding, you're speeding. Uh, you know, and, and, and 
it's just preposterous. It's just one, it's one of the many examples he, he gives in this as to how uh, readers who follow the anointed media and politicians are misled into believing a certain color of skin is treated differently than others. And, and he, really, he really breaks this down. What's funny is, again, this book is... Was it twelve years old? So it's not. It's not like it came out recently, uh, but it so well. People today need to be reading it, especially all the hysteria, hysteric uh, uh, destruction we've had to our uh, cities uh, by uh, by these uh, uh, anarchists. Another point I just think is brilliant. I will repeat repeating it. I hadn't heard it till this, and that is he uh, uh, he writes of those uh, sur- uh, you know uh, surveying those who play Russian roulette. If those if those playing, let me hold. Let me get this right. So he, you you do a survey of those who play Russian roulette to see how many survived, and the result would be they all survived because they were able to fill out the test. The, but the results would come out. The you know the head the headline would be people who play Russian roulette is not dangerous because they all survive. That would be right. Think about it. <laughs> just a brilliant point. But that's how the anointed media uh, does their surveying. And I've been part of surveys. And I can tell you, I'm, I've, I've seen wording I think is proposed. And I'm and I, not just left, right, left. I mean, surveys are just, are, are, uh, surveys, and I've been, as I say, I've been part of them. So I can be one who can be a witness to say that they are crafted in a way with all elements involved. All, all elements involved are part of what is considered in crafting a survey. The intent is not always to get a certain answer, but it is intended to get the question to certain people to answer, to get the answers that would be answering to the question that would be to the, you got, well, I think you may see where, yeah. So in the, though we, our intent was not necessarily, I'm thinking of one where we did uh, um, a number of transportation surveys I was involved with in government, and uh, they, they were worded in a way to, the idea was to make sure you got an answer from folks who were involved with transportation, or involved, who drove, uh, specifically, who drove from point to point to point to point. So basically, in this case, uh, the Russia roulette player who was playing Russian roulette. It's the Russian roulette player, and you want to make sure that Russian roulette player's play is answering the question, and so would give their answers. Uh, and so it's something I realized after we got the answer, we got the surveys back. It said a lot about how those how those were answered and how how the question applied kind of helped give the reason for building certain roads, which shouldn't be the case. Government should not be trying to, you know coax people into building roads because it's not in the self it's not always in the self interest of everyone in the community. It, it, so if you drive, so if you but if you don't drive, so I mean if you're a bicyclist, you're not going to answer the survey because the, the questions are are crafted that way. They're crafted for those who if you walk to places, the survey isn't going to apply. If you don't get the survey because it's been it's been winnowed down basically because they're looking at uh, drivers uh, drivers licenses to uh, as to who they send it to, then but this affects you. It's taking your money, everybody's money in the community to pay for a road. So if you if you if you use that survey as a basis to be to build a road and seek the bonds to be able to pay the for, uh, to use the tax money to pay for the roads. That ain't that ain't right, 
and it really bugged me. Uh, really, it really bothers us. I have no credence. Uh, most surveys are hooey. And if you get the surveys in the mail trying to steal money from you, uh, you know, hey, as a, I'm Mr. Whoever running for president, please uh, answer the survey and you'll be one of my pals and just but, but stick 20, you know, 20 bob in, a, in the envelope and toss it in the mail so I can, I can I'll win this for you buddy or uh, uh, I'll win one for the Gipper. Anyway, uh, so surveys are hooey and I just think uh, his Russian roulette comparison is brilliant. So anyway, I, I do recommend this book as always just because, and, and, and as I was, I, I don't know if I said this before, but uh, in cases where he does repeat himself, it's I think the importance is is not everyone not everyone is going to be reading all of his books. So they may read they might read uh, Vision for the Anointed. They might read uh, uh, Discrimination and Disparities. Uh, but it's important that he gets he he repeats them because these points are extremely important. I think uh, today especially and. Uh, uh, or I mean, he actually he this is repeated in his book, Basic Economics. He he repeats it about the uh, minimum wage. Um, I don't I don't I, I don't know about uh, visions of the anointed. I don't think he touches that there, but he does touch it in discriminate in the, those two, and then he and what's the other one I recently read. Um, he, he brings it up a lot, <laughs> so, and but it's an important point, and I, I I give I forgive him for that. I don't. That's not a big deal. Uh, but anyway, I understand there's one book he did that was really short where he kind of went overboard with the repetition. I haven't gotten to that, so if I give it, if, I, if he does, I'll give a bad review. Anyway, this I give a good review to. So I'm going to give a bottom line. Did I cover everything here? So what what this book does is it it uh, if I, I'll just kind of read Goodreads here what the description is because that may be best way to do it. Discrimination, disparities, challenges believers uh, in in such one-factor explanations of economic outcome differences as discrimination, exploitation, or genetics. It is readable enough for people with no prior knowledge of economics, and that's very true. Uh, the gene- I did get, there's a whole thing in there about genetics, which is a very interesting, uh, where he starts to, he takes apart um, I mean, the, 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 I mean, the arguments that dark-skinned people are somehow separate, and I, and knowing the history so much as I do involving people of darker skin, is insanity. Insanity, as Soul points out, too, uh, that you say that darker skin ha- is, is uh, there is something, uh, another, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know there's, 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 there's racism. That, well, if that's true, then how did this, uh, for example, something Soul points out, amongst others in history, you know, the word slave comes from Slavic. It's a Slavic. Because start with Slavs, uh, Czechoslovakia, uh, folks in that region of the world. That's uh, you know b- before dark-skinned people were enslaved that, that we know. Uh, it was lighter-skinned people who were enslaved, and they were. I mean, it's in the Bible for heaven's sakes. So uh, you know the, the uh, to, to say that just to, to just for one group, and it's not all. By the way, it's not you know you have all uh, the, that portion of Africa that has darker-skinned people in it all raising up and saying we want reparations. That's in, of course not, and as, as Soul points out reparations will never happen for the very reason you can't really find it, figure out who connects to uh, the Civil War and, and who are actual descendants. And the bigger point being that those who are descendants are not necessarily dark skin anymore uh, because people intermarry over time. Uh, as Kamala Harris, who's currently running for uh, the vice president, her father was one of the most demons, biggest demons of slavery. Uh, Hamilton Brown, I happen to, know, to be familiar with him. I studied him 
a few decades ago because of my studies of Florida history. He is an evil, evil guy. I got a podcast here about that evil guy, and he's well known. He's he was uh, and he was the slave. Uh, you know that that the, all this Black Lives Matter stuff, all this stuff, and they're yelling and screaming for you know they they you know, they're very clear they're Democrats and they want to they want Biden to win, and then come they of all people you choose. A descendant of one of the worst slavers in the Western Hemisphere, a descendant to be your vice presidential candidate, guys. No, no, that's not. Uh, that's not right. That's not right. That's not right at all. I have a, I have a real problem because I really I understand she's not Hamilton Brown, but it's just like saying that I'm somehow part of a, a slave trade group of the, of the nineteen of the eighteen fifties, forties, thirties. I'm not. In fact, my family wasn't here to be able to do that. So I'm. I'm. I owe no one any. Operations for anything, um, she does. She owns. She does. She herself, based upon this this cry for reparations, she herself owes reparations for the for the however many thousands that were enslaved by Hamilton Brown because it was her father, as or her great 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 grandfather, as her father says, uh, who is her her great 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 grandfather. So she owns. She owns, She would be one who has to cough up the cash for the reparations herself. Uh, so uh, open your purse, honey. You owe some cash to some folks. Uh, if you if you push that, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. Soul's so right about that. It'll never. It can't happen because you can't figure out who gets the money, who doesn't. I mean, for all I know, I'm my family. I don't. As far as I know, my family traces back into Europe and and. It's was there for centuries. Uh, I mean, I'm sure there, there's certainly slaves. I'm sure in my family at some point, uh, as as uh, you know, as is well known, every part of the planet has had slavery. Right now, we have more people enslaved than any time in human history. Here, I am repeating myself from other podcasts. I think that's a very important point because if you're upset about slavery or slavery from what the hell do you give a damn about what happened 150 years ago to a bunch of people you don't know? When you there are people right now in this country, the United States of America. America that are going through human trafficking. I saw the state of Michigan just uh, picked up 24 kids. Uh, they're young kids being put into uh, human trafficking and, and sex slaves. Uh, as, as, I mean, that is that's the same slavery, but it's worse. It's worse. Much, much worse. Uh, and and uh, none of these people are anywhere to be found. Nowhere to be found to help these people. And there's a lot of organizations. And I mean, I'll probably do a podcast about that because this is a very big deal to me because I've had some interaction with this uh, over the decades. And I, uh, uh, it really, it's always upset me. But when I see what's happened, when I see the human destruction done to cities throughout our, our country based upon somebody's getting discrimination uh, because of the color of their skin, and then you would completely ignore that your argument is because of slavery, and then you ignore what's going on. That's dead now. All right. I'm making, oh, wow, I'm 18 minutes in. All right. So I've gotten off the book a bit, but it all dovetails in. Because actually, if you do, if you go on YouTube, you'll see a number of interviews with Soul. And he gets into all these things, actually, I've just mentioned. And does a far better job of talking about it, too. All right. I highly recommend this book. Uh, I, 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 bottom line, I give this, uh, I, I hate, I, I'm going to, the repetition thing bugs me, so I'm going to give this a 9 out of 10. Uh, but, uh, and that's hard. I mean, it's not, is, is, it, is, it, is it Daphne du Maurier or so well written? No. <laughs> but it's, and this is actually one of the, probably not one of his better written books, but it's still, it still slams you in the head. I mean, there's so much in this uh, volume that you can just, I, it's 192 pages of just magic because there's so much in there. And, and the thing is, again, it's not matter whether you're conservative or liberal. Is that it's going to give you a viewpoint you've probably not heard before. 
And you need to wonder, why haven't you heard it? Why aren't you hearing these things? Why haven't you, I mean, that comparison about Russian roulette, that's an obvious argument. And yet every, I mean, CNN should be using that as, as, a, as, a, as a, some sort of fulcrum to go with their argument. Oh, well, the racial disparity, what are you talking about? <laughs> Based upon what? Uh, you know, how are you coming up with these cockamamie ideas? Uh, be, uh, be, it's, just, it's just insanity. All right, so this book will help you understand that along with all souls books gets into this to one degree or another. But I thank you so much for listening. Again, please, if you like this podcast, click the like button, share it if you like. Please comment if there's a place to comment wherever you may hear this. And I don't know where you're hearing this. Uh, but thank you for hearing this. And I'll be back, not so much with, always with book reviews. But I, I think a great idea, I'll do one about Rawlings in Florida. and uh, It'll be very Florida thought, Florida politics. But very important points about that and why folks need to be reading not just Rawlings, but Rawlings is, is a good place to start. Uh, all right. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you all next time. And I hope that you all, go, you all will go out and you all will make this a good, good day. Thank you.